Hi, it's Mark and Annette with Care in the Load. We welcome you on this journey of learning and growing today, and we're excited to have you with us. The mission of Care in the Load is to create an atmosphere of sharing, and like the Karens on a hiking trail that mark the path of safety, the objective of our site is to define a safe path for those wishing to share wisdom and create a community of trust. You know, like yours, our life has been filled with adventures and experiences. Many have been adventures of happiness, while others have been adventures of difficult loss and heartache. You know, we've, we've been married for 36 years, and we count each other as best friends. Annette's been a very successful entrepreneur throughout her adult life, and she spent a lot of her life working with other women and developing financial strategies and helping counseling others and creating a life of significance. And she counts her experiences in dealing with the death of one of our children as one of her greatest learning experiences. Now, Mark, he has been a financial in the financial services profession for 34 years, and he's counseled thousands in budgeting, saving, and investing for their future. He's also served on various boards and has been a faith leader in our community where he has, he has counseled with countless others, and they see him as a trusted advisor. You know, together, Annette and I claim no special understanding or any type of wisdom other than the experiences that we've had. And our experience does come from life's lessons. We really believe that experience is the greatest teacher. I have learned so much, and I know you have, Mark. And along our way in some of these journeys and adventures, we didn't know really if we were on the right path. Were we doing the right thing? You know, it's when we had our, our first child, it's not like you've got an owner's manual. I think you've all heard that before and there's things that we you just have to learn along the way but there are things in our life that we have learned that we look to others to to see how they handled certain things the Karens that they placed um, and built in their life along the journey that allowed us to see that you know what we're not alone and not only that, but wouldn't you say, Annette, that uh, one of the biggest obstacles that we've run into along the way in our, how many years did you say we've been married? We have been married 36 years. Yeah, that's, that's a while. That's, that's a while. And, and you know, in that 36 years, we have learned some things. And, and again, while we don't claim any special wisdom or knowledge, the, the experiences that we, that we will share throughout upcoming podcasts with you are going to be experiences that uh, will be both difficult as well as very happy experiences. We don't want to make this a podcast of, of negativity. No, this is going, like you said, a positive podcast, a hopeful podcast. There will be things that will be difficult. Mark and I, um, we are learning about being vulnerable. And it's not the easiest thing for us, is it? Especially for a guy. Especially for a guy, but not, you know, not even for a gal here. It, it takes practice. It takes um, trust. It takes understanding that that's where the real growth happens. So let's talk just for a second. Let's go back a second to Karen the Load. That's an interesting idea, an interesting concept. Do you know what a Karen is? You know, for years, we have loved to hike. We live um, just at the base of some beautiful mountains, and 
we can be up in the mountains in about 10 minutes at some beautiful trailheads and we go hiking. And sometimes on this trail and this journey that we're going, you could have a couple forks in the road that you're not sure which way to go. But if you look, you'll find this stack of rocks. And that's a guidepost saying, come this way. What did Robert Frost say? He said, he said that uh, two woods or two paths diverged in a wood, a path there, and I took the one less traveled. I think that often we take the uh, road more traveled because it's the easier way. What you're going to find with us is that the road that we have traveled has not really been the easiest way. In fact, that path that we sometimes travel in life can be full of briars and thorns and, and uh, sharp rocks. And as you consider the idea of a Karen there, recognizing that when you have a decision to make, it's nice to know that there have been others that have been on that trail before, those who have marked the trail and uh, been able to help you to understand which might be the better way, not necessarily the easier way. Right. The better way, in the fact, for me, it, it gave me hope. It gave me hope that someone has been there before, and they've survived. They're okay. Because sometimes in some of these adventures of our life, I really didn't know how we were going to be okay. And a lot of that wondering came from lack of communication. A lot of that uh, lack of communication came because we didn't want to hurt the other person or we didn't want to bring something up that might be too sensitive. And we've since learned in our 36 years of marriage that uh, that vulnerability that Annette talks about uh, comes from not just one person but uh, others as we're trying to formulate some ideas and some steps that will help us to continue on that, uh, on that uh, road. And again, sometimes that road is a difficult road, but it'll always be a road that'll allow you to get to a point where life will be better. You know, I love butterflies. And that was, I've always had an interest in butterflies, but it's been the last few years that I've really come to love these butterflies. There's a butterfly exhibit that's, that's not far from our home. And there at the exhibit, you see all the stages of this butterfly. And honestly, those worms, they're nasty. <laughs> they're, they're, not, uh, they're not very cute, are they? They are not cute at all. And I would just assume, just, you know, kind of shield my, my view and walk past. But, you're, but do you remember we were there recently and uh, we saw a child who was talking to one of the curators there that was working on the uh, cocoons. And uh, it became obvious to this little child that the uh, butterfly was really struggling trying to get out of the cocoon. And uh, the child said, why don't you help it get out of the cocoon? Do you remember what the person said? That it wouldn't have the strength to, to fly, to, you know, to live and survive. And that's how we are, really. We can't survive life if we don't grow and become strengthened. You know, last night we went to the cemetery. It was the ninth anniversary of our son passing away at the age of 21 after a number of difficult years with a brain tumor. And when we look back to that experience, we, we look back at uh, feelings. We look back at uh, perspectives. We look at how we dealt with things, how we dealt with each other. And we recognize now, especially now, that we would have probably done things a lot different. Oh, yeah. We would have done things a lot different. Mark and I were very different in how 
how we dealt with our emotions, how we dealt with our fear, how we dealt with our concerns. And neither one was right or wrong. It's just that we are different. And yeah. we should have communicated more, which would help alleviate a lot of those those feelings. And the, but we had that fear, that fear of hurting the other and not understanding. And Ed, I've heard you talk to groups before about uh, death and about difficult situations. And uh, I, I, it seems like one thing is uh, fairly consistent. And you, you seem to always talk about uh, coping and, and uh, how to uh, deal with uh, difficult situations like that. But I've always heard you say that you look at dealing with the death of one of your child children as a, a well, probably the greatest learning experience you've ever had. What, what do you mean by that? That's a difficult one, and it probably sounds, for a lot of people, they might be surprised when I say I wouldn't trade what I have learned or who I've become. No, that, that doesn't mean that we wouldn't rather have our son back. No, not at all. But when he was suffering so much and... And, you know, medically, there was nothing that else that could be done. There comes a point that you just, you love your child so much that it's okay to let him go. Now, I would never wish that upon anybody, ever. But... But what did you learn from the idea of letting go? That it's okay. I learned that... Um, there is opportunities, if I allow it, where I can grow. There are opportunities where I can choose to be happy. Now, that was a choice I had to make to be happy. Um, not an easy choice. No, it, it didn't take away the grieving process. Oh, not either. at all. Not at all. But it was a choice that I made to look to find things to be grateful for. You know, I remember one time in the grocery store, what was it, probably about six months after our son had passed away, and uh, another lady that lived in our community that knew of our son passing away uh, came up to Annette, and Annette, you have to know her, she's always smiling, she's always laughing, and she said something to Annette, this, this uh, lady in our community, uh, that uh, took us both back. She said, Annette, you're living a lie right now. And we, first of all, we thought that was a very strange comment to make for someone that was grieving. Why do you think that she said that? Well, she told. I looked at her and I asked her, what are you talking about? Because it was like, what are you talking about? And so confusing. And she told me, you can't be happy. You know, I, I see you with a smile. I see you laughing once in a while. And, and I told her, I said... That's how I deal with pain as I laugh. That's how I get through things as I find things that bring me joy. But I also said, you don't see the times I cry. You don't see how, you know, the times at home when I, you know, you know, I'm grieving. I said, it's, it's a choice. And not that I was trying to hide it from others. It's just that I... I needed to go on. I had other children. I had, we had three other children that needed us. And I didn't want to, to not be there and not enjoy life. That was a difficult time in our lives. And uh, again, it's something that uh, we wouldn't uh, want anyone to have to go through, but we do go through those things. It's part of life. It is part of life. And let me tell you, there is no timetable to grieving. Um, there is no formula. 
there's not, you know, this is going to, you know, you're going to do this, this, and this. Um, there are certain steps that are very consistent in the grieving process, but they can happen in any order, in any time, and they can happen multiple layers. And so I, I believe it was about six months after he passed away, and you started traveling a lot with work, and our youngest son went away to to the university for school, and I found myself alone a lot, and that's when it really hit me. And I had to learn a lot at that point. And quite honestly, this is one of the reasons why we started this uh, Carrying the Load, is because we wanted to create a community, a community where others don't have to suffer alone. All of us have different circumstances that we're dealing with in our lives. We might have serious, serious tragedy. We might... Uh, we, we might have things that uh, are not easy that uh, seem to come at us in every different direction. You know, a few years ago, Annette and I, after living in the same home for 25 years, decided it was time to move. We had, we had two acres that uh, we had, and I've had a couple of knee replacements. And from those knee replacements, I found that as I get older, and this is what we all find, is that life doesn't get any easier. Oh, no. It changes. It evolves. But it doesn't get easier, for sure. And it was interesting because, you know, we really hadn't talked about moving. And this ended up being one of the greatest gifts that we've had was to move. And why would you say that? Because we learned to reinvent ourselves. And reinvention is going to come at all times when we have to learn certain things. Whether it's the death of a loved one, whether it's... Uh, moving from friends and family, whether it's a, a loss of a job or something else. Maybe it's the coronavirus. Maybe it's losing some of your money in your 401k. We, we all grieve for different things. But the one thing that we do need to make sure is we keep our perspective. And I think, you know, perspective is key. For me, I, I've kind of been teasing a little bit with friends when they were asking how how are we doing how are things going with with the coronavirus and you know s sheltering in place and staying home and and you know trying not to to you know pass any germs on or do anything and i've i've said i've teased a little bit but it's also kind of true that this social disconnect is going to be the death of me you know that, that's an interesting thought. Uh, I hope that it isn't the death of you, first of all, okay? Because <laughs> it won't be. you know that that that's, that makes me feel kind of sad that uh, you feel like it's going to be the death of you. But I was on a conference call today. I'm just kidding, by the way. Oh, good. But I, but I was on a conference call and I today, am too. and uh, someone said, "Hey, if I can make it through this without getting a divorce, I'll consider that a uh, a success." And I thought, you know, how sad. What what an opportunity you have to create an awareness with those around you, maybe an awareness that's never been there. So talking about recreating and uh, reinventing ourselves, this is a great time to do that. It is a great time because you have this this one-on-one -on -one where you might have your you know family there with you and others and, and other opportunities. But what it has done for, for Mark and I is that we have this ability, not an ability, but an opportunity to take advantage of of connecting at a deeper level right now. But what I meant, let me go back and clarify about about 
you know, this social disconnect being really hard for me. I have learned to love people and, and to connect with people in a way. And that's something, a gift I believe that has come because of our challenges, because of the loss of a son and other things that have gone on. And I love people dearly. And so to not be able to reach out and be with them is so, so hard. What Annette is really saying is that she misses her grandchildren. Oh, man. That is that is a whole other topic of discussion. But I do. I miss my grandchildren. There's benefits. There's, you know, positive is negative. The positive is being with Mark and, and, and being able to enjoy and learn and create these things like this podcast with you. Um, but there's the negatives, and I'm I'm missing these people I love, and I really do miss my grandchildren. You know, Annette, Annette I always uh, kid Annette that uh, she is a professional luncher, and you know that's that's the one thing that she probably enjoys more than anything else is to go out to lunch with friends a few times a week. It doesn't surpass my family, but I don't have a shopping addiction or any of these other addictions. But I love to be with and it's not the food people. either is it, it it really isn't the food and you know i've got code words with different people and it's like chips and salsa that's all i have to say with the text and they're there we all need this connection for each other and so that is one of the things that we are hoping will happen with karen the load is that there becomes a connection a community of trust here that um it'll be different because no you're not gonna be able to go to lunch with somebody that you become friends with on here but there are ways and i am learning different ways and different skills to be able to connect in a very different way connection is something that uh, we we can't uh, uh, underestimate the importance of how important that it really is there and in this type of an environment where we are sequestered into our own homes and uh, we don't have an opportunity of going out and doing things socially we have to find ways that uh, that can be done a different way. You know, there was a number of years ago, there was a uh, book that was put out uh, in the uh, business community called Who Moved My Cheese? And it talked about specific mice who one mouse couldn't uh, change the habits that he was in. And because of that, uh, he didn't survive. The other mouse was able to, and I, and I know how much you love mice, and <laughs> so this is probably not a really good analogy I'm, here. I'm, I'm enjoying But so was, was able to, to find the things that uh, were different, but that would allow that uh, mouse to survive, to go find the cheese somewhere else. And we're in that same kind of a situation right now as having to go and find our cheese somewhere else. But there are different ways that we can continue to connect. We can connect through our site here with Karen the Load, where we can each share ideas and thoughts and uh, our own experiences. You know, our, our hope really in Karen the Load is to create that community that we talked about that would allow each of us to be friends. This is not a site where we're going to talk about all things wrong in the world. We're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk about things that uh, might be really, really controversial. But what we do want to do is to create an atmosphere where we can share and we can learn together, where we can find uh, that happiness that comes from life's experiences, whether they be good experiences or difficult. Because we are going to be real. We're going to be vulnerable. And we are going to share happy things. And we're going to share sad things. 
But what we're going to talk about and hope, our hope is that no matter what we share, there will always be hope in how we share and, and we share these experiences with you. What we hope to do as well is to help you to see. You know, sometimes uh, we sometimes don't see, even though we have our eyes wide open. Sometimes we don't hear, even though we have no hearing issues. And I would think that uh, the, the most important aspect of life is being able to learn to help others along their journey. And uh, we'll talk about that in a second, uh, about how important that really is. But as we, as we learn some specific skills through these podcasts, we believe that uh, we're going to be able to learn together and to create an idea or two that will help you. You know, you may or may not know that there are people that are crying inside that live very close to you. They may live in your own home. They may live next door. They may be others that uh, live down the street that you have an impact or could have an impact if you could just see and understand what they're going through. There's suffering in silence. And that is something that breaks my heart. And I, if I could have one wish, it would be that no one suffered in silence again. That we become so connected and so real that someone can just say, you know, I am hurting. And and we can just say, I'm sorry. You know, someone in our neighborhood had a great idea today. And uh, even though we're all in our homes and we're doing this social distancing, we decided to have a neighborhood parade. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? It was fun. There, there were about uh, 30 cars that uh, there were a couple of people in our neighborhoods that uh, really needed a, a boost. And the fun thing was, now there were rules. You know, we met at a specific spot. No one could get out of their cars. So we were all still practicing our social distancing. And it was, it was fun. It was fun to see the kids just laughing and enjoying. Holding signs up. Yeah, holding signs of encouragement. And, you know, whoever came up with that thought and that idea, it was brilliant. It was what we all needed. So what I loved about it was that uh, I, I guess the couple of homes that we went by probably had a little bit of a warning that, uh, that something was going to happen. And they were asked to go out on their uh, doorstep, on their front door. And so as we all went by with our windows unrolled, we were honking our horns and probably other neighbors were wondering, what on earth is going on here? Uh, what do I need to be aware of that I'm not aware of here? But I can only imagine that was probably, what, four or five hours ago. And uh, here we are this evening still talking about it. And I can only imagine that the people whose homes we went to, or I shouldn't say we didn't go to, but we, we drove, drove past, past. there are, are still smiling to this moment because of how they felt, recognizing that someone else saw their pain, saw what they were going through, and felt so much for them that they were willing to go out and to, uh, to, to help them to feel better. Well, and what I love is that not only did it help those individuals that, that we were aware of that needed a little boost, it also helped me. It helped you. It helped all of us. There was not one person that I saw in those cars that was not smiling ear to ear. So what we're saying is be creative. Think outside the box. Look for those hidden opportunities that you can 
you can um, lift someone and and help help them on their journey. You know, just talking. We talked a little bit about butterflies earlier, and you know, Mark and I have found that experience is life's greatest teachers. And Maya Angelou said, "We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty." You know, so many times in our lives we are able to look backward to see beauty in the changes and struggles that propelled us to where we are today. But how much greater is the value of being able to see the pattern for growth while still in the midst of those challenges? Keeping in mind that others have gone before us and done so successfully. Help us remember that we are all learning and teaching each other. You know, we, we all are learning and teaching each other. And if we don't do that, uh, then that life of significance that we talked about uh, isn't, isn't really there. It's not. And one of the things that I have realized and recognized, especially these last few months, as I've gained some different tools and skills that help me when I might be struggling, is that I've recognized that, oh, that is this. Or that is that thought, and I wish I would have recognized it sooner, because then I get out of that funk. I get out of that little spiral that I'm, you know, going down in sometimes a lot quicker when I understand what's happening. And so again, these are things that we want to talk about. We want to offer some ideas and some tools that will help you along your way. And you know, getting out of that funk that you're talking about, Annette. That usually doesn't happen with just one person trying to help you. Oh, no. It's, it's a uh, community. And uh, I, one of the reasons why we love the idea of the Karen is that the Karen incorporates more than just one rock. It incorporates a number of rocks. And those rocks all act together for good. Plus, it was interesting. We were in uh, San Diego a few months ago. And we were walking on the beach, and there were a couple of, of guys there building cairns. And they were, they were not little cairns. They were like five feet tall. And they defied gravity. They did. It was amazing. And they were teaching us all about them. But this one thought that I will never forget was it takes three points of contact for them to be able to be stable. And... You know, sometimes I could get that rock to balance and this guy would take his little finger and just, you know, barely push it or blow and this rock would fall over. Yet he could put a 50-pound rock on top of this five-foot Karen and it not do anything. And I, I couldn't understand it. But what it came down to was those points of contact. That's what we're creating with Karen the Load. So whether you can offer a five-pound rock or a 20-pound rock or a one-pound rock, it doesn't really matter. No. It's amazing but we, how we have to work together. This is the only way to find really that joy, that happiness, that community is being together. It's not just physical. It's not just emotional. It's not just spiritual. There are so many facets in life that we, we're here together and, and that's being that community and creating those Karens that will help lift each other. So we're really excited to have you on our journey with us. 
Again, this is going to be a journey of uh, learning and a journey of growing. Each of us have something to offer. This is not just about Mark and Annette sharing their life's experiences. We would encourage you, if you have ideas that you'd like to talk about, uh, or if you'd like us to find opportunities to talk about, please let us know. Let us uh, recognize that uh, maybe you have something that uh, is important that is discussed. And uh, we'll put that uh, together and uh, have a discussion about whatever it is that uh, you feel is important. You know, I am really excited. We've already recorded a, a few podcasts with some amazing guests. And it's been great to get to know these individuals who have had experiences different than ours. There are different phases of life, but really can, can benefit and bless many but you know that the interesting thing is that the people that we've talked to already, it's not that they've just had difficult experiences, but they've been able to overcome those experiences. And they haven't allowed those difficult experiences to become their master. They haven't allowed them to define who they are. Exactly. And, and the thing that you need to know, you know, when we say this, it doesn't mean that they never have a rough day. There are still triggers. There are still different things that, that cause a difficult day. But we don't spend days and months and years, you know, in the dumps. And we can learn from that and we can find joy and we can be successful and reach our dreams and our goals. And so together, we want to do this and create this community to help each other. A community like Karen's on a hiking trail that marked the path. We look to each other to find success in life's journeys. So thank you for being part of our first podcast. We've Thanks for joining us for this episode of Karen the Load Community. This episode is brought to you by Karen for Health, our sister site for tips on wellness and gut health. Also, continue following us on Facebook and Instagram over at Karen the Load, where we create opportunities to inspire, grow, and connect with each other. We're better together. Take care.